don't be afraid to invest in this process because it's going to pay you back tenfold. Don't be afraid to invest in getting someone to come in to look at your processes, to look at how you're doing business, to ensure that you're doing it in such a way that's going to allow you to create the maximum revenue, the maximum impact in your community because maximum income impact turns into maximum income. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. How are you? Super fantastic. Ready to rock this show out. We are in our business for business series. And for you, what that means is we're bringing on entities and organizations that are designed to help other businesses go to the next level. If you're Man. ready, these are the shows for you. Misty. Did we not start off with a bang last week? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. D Mr. Troy A. Small from Copper Water Consultant brought the boom. He shared with you guys how to really tap into those dollars that are sitting out there from grants and government contracting. If you have not listened to that podcast, go back and listen to episode number 109 with Troy Small. He destroys myths that, you know, um, those are only for nonprofits and big business. So definitely, if you're just curious, you got to get to that episode. So how do we follow up such an amazing episode? And we were sitting and talking because we're going to have surprise guests for the next few weeks. We're going to bring in guests, but we're also going to slow the things down, break down a little bit because you know how we are. We are all about, see it behind us if you're watching it, execution. That's right. And so we were super excited to get together and bring our expertise in execution and bring our expertise in um organizational development, professional development, leadership development, and just have a conversation with you guys today on what we bring when we come in as an organization, which is made to inspire coming into the company businesses that help businesses and just really set your business up to explode out. And yeah. one of the greatest things I think that we're able to do because of the way our brains work is we're able to sit down. We don't bring in a cookie cutter. I've been through a lot of organizations, a lot of great trainings, don't get me wrong, but sometimes what happened is someone creates the training and they just bring it into every single company. And it's like a carbon copy of the training. And some of that's great, don't get me wrong. I've, I've brought a few into my own organizations, but one of the missing links I think is, is that personal conversation with the leadership team, with the employees, with the middle management, with the with the owner, but just getting each conversation and getting each process and each sort of, as we would call in this world, opinion. Yeah, yeah. And seeing where's everyone at. And one of my new favorite words for 2022 and um, was alignment. Oh, yes. 
and coming in and seeing if a business is out of alignment, I don't care if you're a business of one, if you're the CEO of your company, you're the entrepreneur, you're the, the owner and you're out of alignment, your business is going to be out of alignment. Now, as soon as you start stacking more people, if you're the owner, now you have employees, now you have accountants, now you have the more people you add, the more chance you have to get out of alignment. 110%. Absolutely. And that's where we come in because I think it's, a, as you said, Misty, you said it so very well. It's about helping your business, your organization, take the pieces that you already have in place and fine tune them so you can create congruency yes. in your organization. I think that is one of the greatest gifts and, and we're not patting ourselves on the back, but we are <laughs> what it called, a shameless plug, but that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for more than 30 years combined with both Misty and I, you're getting 50 years of experience working with organizations, both profit, nonprofit entities around the world. And so we want to bring that to you today in today's show. I know we've talked about a lot. And like we said, we kicked it off with an amazing mm. resource, an amazing gentleman who brought you the boom. And now we're going to top it off. We're going to talk today about the people, the processes that you can actually put in place to help your organization go to that next level and why you need to partner with us or better yet, why we want to partner with you to help your organization be the very best that it can. And our listeners know that um, you can partner with us by just listen to the podcast. Listen to the um, podcast. To our websites. Just join us. Read the books. Okay. Um, we give information and content out freely and all the time. You you should see us at networking events, strategizing um, with individuals and getting excited. So we really want to bring that sort of home feel to the show today. And it's going to be kind of funny because we'll be in and out of interviewing one another but really going to give you guys. So if you are a large organization with lots of staff, yes, we got some great notes for you. But what sometimes I think happens to entrepreneurs and small business owners is they take themselves out of that category, which takes them really out of business. Because I don't, we'll say it over and over again. If you're an entrepreneur, you're an employee of one, there's still the things you have to have in alignment. Yes. You, you're not any difference other than you do more hats. Yes. And yeah. the- whole goal is to pass on some of those hats, right? A lot of us want to scale to be able to have other people do the things that we do as solopreneurs or small business owners. You know, Missy, I'm giggling, laughing in the background because I have a 15 year old, which if you guys have listened to the show, you probably know that. And I have, I think I'm a great parent, but I think I've also ruined my kid. <laughs> And the reason I say that yesterday, we're driving in the car home from school and he goes, mom, I don't want to work a nine to five. He has a job now. And he's like, I just want to quit. I want to do my own thing. I want to create my own structure. I want to be able to do things. And he goes, what is the value of getting a job? And I go, wow. Okay. So he's been hearing me for years talk about this. But what I said to him, and I'll say this here, is that there's value because there's structure that we learn in the organization. There are structures that we build, that we create mm. for, for continuity, for longevity. And so I, I shared that little nugget with him. And those are the same things we need and we want to bring to your organization. So regardless if you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, or maybe you're, you're just coming and deciding, you still need structure. And that's what we're going to bring today, yes. teaching you about the people and the process side of the organization. And these are the things that we specialize in. 
Mm, I love that. And you know, what's so funny is one of the things when we work with entrepreneurs who are overworked is they have to put in boundaries and structure for themselves. Yes. Because one of the things we always say is a entrepreneur will work 120 hours for themselves, not to work 40 for someone else. That's right. <laughs> so very true. So very true. So Misty, where should we get started? Let's get this show up and going and talking about how we're going to help businesses go to the next level. Uh, you know, our two favorite subjects are, and um, we've been talking about it pre the show is the people and the processes, the people and the processes. That's right. And you had a really good example of um, how do you separate those two? How do you separate the people and the processes before you bring them back together? Right. And you help me understand that the processes is more of the how, even though a lot of times that might involve the people but you strategically have to sit down and define some of those activities and tasks and goals in those processes before you even bring in the people. Absolutely. And you could bring in the people to help you with those conversations, but that's where um, sometimes is people grow too fast right. and the people coming in are coming in too fast before the processes are in place to help with the congruency and alignment so that everyone is happy because when you're out of alignment and you're out of congruency, whew, that gets very overwhelming. I want you to think for a moment and all of you listening, think for a moment, a time when you, maybe you worked for an organization and there was no structure. There was, there was tasks that people told you to go do, but you didn't know how. And that's where the process comes in place. We've talked about you know, SOPs before, which is your structural things that are put in place to help you go and complete a task from A to Z. And that's why it's super important for us to put those processes in place. How do you get these things done? And that's what we want to look at today, the change management, how the process improvement, the strategic planning, those things are structural to help you put a solid business in place. So once they're aligned, you can then go put the people and show them how to do the job that needs to be done. And I know we talk about this all the time before bringing on an assistant, whether it's a personal assistant, an executive assistant, a virtual assistant, you as the leader have to get organized before <laughs> you can bring that person in because there's no value in saying, hey, Johnny, Jim, go and do um, set up a framework for us. And they're like, what? What's a framework? How do I do it? What do I need? Who do I need to talk to? That's why we need those processes in place. Mm. Well, and your many careers sometimes was coming into chaos in um, traumatic situations where people weren't logically kind of ready to think because it was too late. The processes weren't in place before the disaster and really sitting them down and having to create the process after something has occurred, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I loved it because naturally, I, I believe <laughs> in hindsight that I was born to be a problem solver as a management consultant for some of the biggest consulting firms out here, recognizing that organizations were there, but they didn't have those core things in place. And as a result of that, they were stagnant. They did not have growth in our organization. Their people were dissatisfied and we needed to go in and figure out where the problem was. And in many times it was the process a link that was broken, something that was missing that we needed to go back, fine tune. We need to change it. We need to fix it. We need to improve it. We needed to do something to help this organization get back in 
alignment or in congruency so they then can go serve their ideal client, their target market. Because without it, they were just running on the hamster wheel. I love that. And one of the things you always say is, where's the bottleneck? So this is a great opportunity to sit down and really think about in your company, how do things flow and where might they slow down? And you could strategically, um, this is what we do if we come in and sit down with you, right? Is really get a, sit us down and walk us through the flow and the process. Even if it's in your head, yes, where it's a dangerous place to be, if getting it out of your head onto paper really helps you. There's something about when you write it down, it looks back at you than if you just have it in your head and you know. So one of the first things to do would be to sit down and write out some of those processes and flows. That's right. You know what I love, Misty? I think so often that, and I'm a person that, that keeps a lot of things in my brain and it's when I release it and put it on paper or at least communicate it verbally to someone mm. for them to then capture it, that really gives me superpower. Keep it in my head has no value. And I'll tell you, organizations out here, wherever you are, I want to give you a really good nugget. Don't be afraid to invest in this process because it's going to pay you back tenfold. Don't be afraid to invest in getting someone to come in to look at your processes, to look at how you're doing business, to ensure that you're doing it in such a way that's going to allow you to create the maximum revenue, the maximum impact in your community because maximum impact turns into maximum income. And it's people like us that specialize in looking at processes that are going to help you make those small little tweaks, a little tweak that'll make a difference. And there's nothing like an outside eye coming in to an internal problem. And I remember one of the things that we, um, you who came in to work on, I won't name any companies, but I'll name a situation. Um, And I brought me along to come. And one of the first things you did was you went through what was frustrating. You had people talk about what's frustrating. And then in those moments of frustration was downtime. Mm -hmm. And then after the downtime, and this can sound like a lot of jobs, it became hurry, get things done, rush time. So it was frustrating for employees to have like nothing to do and then overwhelmed with so much to do. And what able to do is to come in, take those frustrations and then make them opportunities. Absolutely. So that you could decrease the downtime where people were bored and, and then the overwhelmed time when all the stuff came in all at once. Right. But it was really um, funny just to take a look at where everyone was frustrated and then start to piece out together why and then come back in with that solution, which probably helped the company tenfold and not only helping the with the people you become more engaged what they do. But that on nodding that one process uh, probably just sent them to that next level in the company. Well, what they, what the facts that we got back from surveys were number one, they had a, uh, a 27% increase in their revenue, but also they found that employee satisfaction had actually changed. People were happier in this state than they were in previous, because now the downtime wasn't like they were on the clock, cheating the clock. Now they we found some activities and, and things for them to do to really create a pathway for success when the hard times or the heavy times did pick up. And that is just where the process and the people, they come to that intersection and one can be upsetting the other one. 
I know another time we went into another um, sort of company and it was that um, the processes were from what, like the eighties yes. and the people are now in the 2020s and you have different generations than you did in the eighties. So a lot of frustration was coming from the people because the processes were outdated. Yes. So, so in essence, Misty, what we do, and I think we you said it so well, we come in, we look at your organization, what you're doing. And I think every organization to, should take this. And if you know anything about us, we're always recommending that you take a look at what you're doing. Review, 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 and make changes where necessary. And sometimes you know there's something, a bottleneck, but you're not sure what it is. Having expert eyes, even though we may or may not have worked in your organization, we can assure you just our varying experiences, we've seen a lot. We've been around the block a time or two, and that's going to give you the insight you need. Again, there's nothing like fresh eyes. As consultants, as people who've worked in entities from education to insurance to you know consulting to you name it, we're coming in with eyes that can see a fresh processes process and help you really turn that thing around. So when you look at the process side, that's one thing, but then there's the people side. There's people. How do I get my people fully engaged in these processes that I'm trying to put in place to ensure that our organization can go further from where we are to where we want to be? So Misty, I want you to talk a little bit about the people side. I know you've worked in a nonprofit entity for over 20 years, hands-on direct working with people day in and day out. So when we look at people, Tell them about how we come into the organization and look at the people side of it. I think the uh, the most thing is having some of the more intimate conversations in personalities. Uh, there's there's usually four four different personalities. There's lots of tests you could take. We we talk about that six now um, six generations, and this alpha is, is coming up, and they're like no generation we've seen before. And a lot of times, what we've seen is people personalize people personalize things and so just coming in and being able to unpack some of that mm -hmm. and I know I've even had you come into our organization Kimberly because we uh now in 2022 with the world the way it's at you have to have the harder conversations as the employer with the employees about diversity about inclusion mm -hmm. about some of the things that are going on outside of the job and coming into the job and so some of those things though is how relieved are people once some of these conversations take place absolutely how and good you know, do they feel that they got to voice and say and be a part of some of the things and even sometimes yeah you have to take it with a grain of salt as a leader if you think you're doing a great job but really just take that step back and be with the people where they're at because um you have this great activity where we stand in different corners mm -hmm. and some of the corners are controversial, but we, in those corners get to kind of say why we stand there without judge or shame from the other corners. And it's just a conversation where other people get to hear other perceptions without it being an argument. And people left that activity understanding each other better from a compassionate side and Absolutely. not from a right or wrong sort of side. And I thought that was one of the greatest activities that I've seen was not just coming to those different corners, but just opening up about why you stand there and have people understand it from a another level that they wouldn't have before. That's great. That that sounds, you know, you just brought me back to that event. And, and I'd like to do that because it really helps people see from a different lens. 
even though you can't transpose yourself and become me and vice versa. But now if I put you in a predicament where you're looking like, wait a minute, why do I think what I think? Or why do I believe what I believe? Or why do I speak and act the way that I do? It changes things. So if you're an organization and you're looking at your people, people side, and, and we come in, we do diversity, equity, and inclusion, one of my favorite things to talk about. And I think it really reshapes the world. And, and I think we are a prime example of coming together in a diversified marketplace, pre presenting opportunities and presenting solutions to you, listeners, as you listen to our podcast, as women, <laughs> as women of different ethnicities, different, you know, lifestyles, education, socioeconomic, we are an example of that. And so it's so exciting to bring that. But not only that piece, Misty, the diversity, equity, and inclusion, what about how we help leaders in their development as a leader? Oh my gosh, that was my highest passion is, is the leader's. Um, and especially my middle management peeps, um, shout out to middle management. Cause I think that that's such a, a hard role because you have people looking up to you and you have people that you have to answer to. And sometimes I, I think we forget that even the top, the CEO and the owner, I don't care if it's, um, what, like 200,000 staff or 200, whatever that is, is at the top, there's still just people, but sometimes we take people out of it and we say things like this company or this and it, um, when I do the grade cards, like um, accountability, grade yourself, grade the company. Everyone's always higher. Mm -hmm. I'm an A, but my company's a C. I'm a B, but my company's a D, right? And then at the end, you say like, well, the people are the company. So how can you be such different? Your right. A's and your C's is because it's what we do is we separate ourselves from that. But when we come in, we're able to work with the leaders and train the leaders on connecting deeper with the why and the vision and the mission. And um, honestly, the plan of communication, because I think a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it too, is I'm so visionary as a leader. I do better as a trainer, but as a leader, I'm like three years away and my poor staff are today. So I had to work on either bringing people in to come with that communication bridge to help communicate where we are, where we're going. And so that I wouldn't be three years ahead. And then I also have to work on when I'm in conversations to be in the here and now, because people are in the here and now. Sometimes they're not as visionary as some of the leaders may be, which are in the day after tomorrow, right? Me and you, we'd like, let me tell you about five years from now. <laughs> so I think one of the best things we do is that communication, that inner understanding of who we are and how we lead and why, and then bringing that to that bridge of, okay, now how do I get my people behind the vision with that communication of how we're gonna get there, not just where we're going. Right, and that's important when you're building an organization and really trying to solidify your culture. You know, you have to assure that all of your troops are in place and that all of the troops are lining up. And, and you know, not that you wanna create robots, but you want people to be able to speak of your culture. And we talked about culture in episode, I believe it's 102, and really recognizing the importance of that. So if you are developing your leaders, giving them the skills, the training that they need and bringing them in line with where you're going as an organization, there's nothing but success waiting for you. And we say that with a whole heart. And I love it because when we talk leadership development, we go everywhere from the executive 
CEO coaching all the way down to the front line, first line level of supervisory training. And that's the beautiful part because organizations consist of more than one person, more than you, CEO, emerging leader, executive. We want to be able to come in and help your organization grow. And we do it by way of a process that we form. But as Misty said, we customize it to your organization, to your industry to make sure you have what you need. But here's the one that I love. We take those people and then we merge them together as a team. Because mm. we know that one man is an island, one man stands alone. And there's a quote, an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, do it alone. But if you want to go far, do it together. So we are really passionate about bringing those teams. Team building is probably one of our favorite things to really come inside of an organization and bring that team together cohesively working as one, because we know when we can, your organization is going to 10X, 20X, 30X, and help you go to that next level. I'm like, I'm like I got chills. I'm on fire here. Um, what I think sometimes, because when you're swimming in the water, sometimes you're you're not able to see why it's not working. Sure. But when um, you come in and, and it's, um, whether it's us and it should be because we're amazing or you're going to invest in it. It really is just that outer person coming in with that, helping you guys communicate. Yeah. But like I said, the one thing that we do better is we find out how you're already communicating and then just um, get that into cohesiveness. We don't have a cookie cutter. Here's what everyone needs to know. We need to know, we figure out who you are and then we figure out where the gaps are. And we build the bridges, but I want to move to something really exciting, uh, which Kimberly, you taught me, which was, it's how we formulate the questions to get better answers. And sometimes I, I know myself in the organization that I am in and in, as an entrepreneur, sometimes I don't take the time. Mm -hmm. I just go, 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 or I'm handling the next sort of emergency. So do you have some advice um, for that, where to take that time and ask those questions that need to be asked? Well, it depends on who you're speaking to, right? If you're the lead of this organization, which most of you may or may not be, some of you may be sitting in the middle ranks, some of you may be sitting at the top ranks, or maybe even the lower rank of your organization. Again, that doesn't mean you're any less valuable, but depending on where you are, it's critical that you ask the questions and know where the organization is going. What is the overall goal of the entity? Where are we trying to go? And I think that's foundational. If you don't know where you're going, there's no way you can go there. Think about getting on an airplane and you get in and the pilot is on in the cockpit and he says, we're going somewhere. And you go, where? And he goes, I don't know. We're just going to get in the plane and fly. Who knows where you will end up? So it's so important to start with figuring out where is the destination, where is the goal of where you're going as an organization. And I think once you can clearly identify that, then you're able to ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. But that's the first question. Where are we going? And I, I think about that. kids on travel trips. Where are we going, mom and dad or, you know, anybody? When I, when I work with individuals, helping them figure out where they're going, we have to start there. Mm. I yeah. want to add it. So three action steps. First action step, which is really good, is sit down and clearly define where you're going. And That's unless right. you could clearly communicate it to others, you don't have it clearly defined. 
So that's a, I don't care where you're at in any organization, entrepreneur, solopreneur, you got a thousand people under you. Where are you going? Right. And how can you explain that at a sixth grade level? Mm -hmm. Because you want to rally the team. You know, I remember an uh, organization I used to work for uh, back in the early 90s. We had town hall meetings. And I don't think companies use that term anymore. Um, I know. Remember that that term? You remember that term, town hall meetings? And all everybody would come together and it was like the state of the union address for our organization. And they told us where we were going, where we're, what our mission was, what was our purpose, who were we impacting? And that set the tone for every department in the organization. We started there. And from there, we then could start planning strategically on how to get to that destination, how each organization or each entity and how each individual, what role they played to help us get there. I love that. Step one, you clearly identify, you can clearly communicate where you're going because that's going to lead you to step two is what you just said. Mm -hmm. Who do you need to get there and what do they need to be doing? That's right. What is their role? What what is how do they play in this in this game, if you will, call business, call life? <laughs> what is their responsibility? Absolutely. Love it. So what is our third step? Then we clearly identify and communicate where we're going. And then we look at who do we need and what is their role? What's our last step? It's figuring out how do we get there? You know, it's that tactical strategical format. Now we know where we're going. <laughs> right? We know who do we need. Now, how in the heck are we getting from A to Z? And I think that's the part where a lot of organizations, they have a vision. They know I want to make 10 million. I want to make a million dollars, but how do I get there? And I think one of the things that we do exceptionally well is not only do we give you one pathway, we give you two, three, four, and five. Because I, we are firm believers of revenue diversification. And in today's marketplace, with the economy the way that it is, recession, yes, we're going to say that word again, in place, inflation, you have to diversify your revenue streams. And when you know where you're going, you have that big out, out, overarching goal there, you know who's playing in the pool with you, now you <laughs> need to figure out what are those pathways. And instead of just one, you got to diversify and look at how do I get to that final destination? Mm. That's good. <laughs> so imagine that on an individual level, sitting at your boardroom, sitting in your company and just helping you walk through some of these and get those aligned. I can't tell you how many times we've worked with individuals and even companies and there's no there's no business plan. There's not even a business roadmap. That's right. It's just... They're just doing business daily to stay alive. So what we're hoping as we get this business for business sort of thing is that you're going to be listening to these different uh, podcasts. You're going to be trying at least one, one per show of things to help you get where you need to go, because we're telling you, this is going to be the most opportune time for you to grow and scale. Yes, there's some scary statistics out there. Yes, we're in uh, times we've never been in before, but you've got to look through history. It is these times that most of those companies make it to the millions Um, and some will shut down, but this is the most opportune time you have as an entrepreneur, as a small business uh, to really get aligned and get to where it is that you want to go, not where the economy is taking you. 
That's right. We're super excited because we know that there's more out there for you. We do. We know that. We say that every single week. There's something out there for you and we want to encourage you to go get it. But really take the time to listen not only to this episode, but the episode before this and think about how are you going? We're in the end of the new of the 2022. We're in fourth quarter, guys. And we know this is time to really rev up, not only finish out the year strong, but how do you open up that new year? And I'll tell you, your next 90 days, your next 90 days will determine how your new year starts and what that first quarter looks like for you. So now is the time for you to get strategic and thinking about what you need to do. And here's what I used to hear. You think long, you think wrong. So don't take too long to think because time is passing. Regardless if you move or not, we want to encourage you to make some moves that are going to help you propel your business forward. So Misty, as we say every week, there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.